Hey guys, it's Kim. Welcome back to another episode of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. In this week's episode, I am going to be getting a little more personal about my journey with sobriety. So if you're curious about um, being sober, this is definitely the episode for you. And if you're not, then I still hope you enjoy this episode and hearing about like how my relationship with alcohol has changed recently and the differences that I've noticed in my life so far. Before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to rate me five stars if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And unfortunately, this episode will not be on YouTube. I am... I'm not in the mood for a filming today, guys. I am flying to California tomorrow to see my mom. And today I've been running around, running errands. Um, I just got out of the shower, so my hair is wet. And I just don't feel like putting on makeup and doing my hair. So this week's podcast episode is exclusive to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, really sorry to my YouTube people. I know... You've mentioned that you enjoy watching me while I do these episodes, but some weeks you just have to give yourself a little grace. So this week is going to be one of those. Um, Not doing this for YouTube. I'm so sorry. I do have other content on my YouTube though. I have YouTube vlogs and shorts and tutorials. I posted a hair extension tutorial last week. So if you guys are interested in any of that content, feel free to give me a a subscribe, a subscribe, click the subscribe button on my channel. I'd really appreciate it. One last thing, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb and at My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast and join our Facebook group, My Lips Aren't Sealed, if you haven't already. Per usual, we are going to get started with this week's highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Starting off with highlights, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that last week I had a paid partnership with a brand called Bush. And if you didn't see that partnership, Bush is actually a sex toy company. They specialize in products for women, vibrators, um, self-pleasure, all those kinds of things. And I will start out by saying I have never posted anything like that before. And I was so nervous too. You guys, I was literally shitting myself. I kept checking my phone. Am I going to get hate messages? What are people going to say? How are my followers going to react? And am I going to lose a bunch of followers? Because this is something I've never posted about. I am a very sex positive person. I I think anybody should love who they love, whether, you know, that's another person or themselves. I am not ashamed of my sexuality or um, anything really in that realm. That said, when it comes to really talking about um, anything sexual on my platforms, it's just not something I've ever really done. And it kind of feels taboo in a way, even though it really shouldn't. It is something that I'm not ashamed of. I'm not embarrassed about. But there are still, you know, 
those moments where you giggle when you see somebody posting about like a vibrator. Like it's definitely still something that people don't talk about. So this brand reached out to me. Again, the company's name is Bush. And what I love about them is they were very much like, hey, we want to partner with you. We do not want this to be an overly sexualized um, partnership. We want it to be playful and fun. And we want this to be something that people are comfortable talking about. We want it to be inviting. And actually the content brief that they sent me over with, you know, their ideas of how I should create my content, they literally say in there, like, don't, you know, don't dress like super suggestively. Like, don't feel like you have to like dress a certain way. Um, don't feel like you have to have like sultry eyes or anything like have this be organic to you and make it fun and lighthearted. So that's what I did. I've um, had three Instagram stories that I had to post. And then next week, keep an eye out because I'll be posting something in feed as well, a, a few pictures. Um, but this week I posted my stories. And the reason this is a highlight is one, I you know got paid for this partnership very well. And I really, really appreciate that. Um, but number two, the stories did so well. I will say I usually get like less than 3000 views per story. Sometimes like 4 or 5000 if it's something really cool that I'm doing, but I'd say for the most part 25 to 3000 views per story. That probably sounds like a crazy amount, but I have almost 100,000 followers. So it's really it's really not too much, but it's a good amount, like a good amount of people. With this partnership, you guys, obviously this partnership stirred the pot a little bit, which I expected it to. Again, I've never posted anything like this before. And I had 10,000 story views per story slide. Um, I know that the brand is going to be super happy with that. Hopefully they will want to work with me again. And jumping ahead, but one of my current faves is one of their products. Like I am obsessed. So Highlight number one, that partnership. I'm proud of myself. It was definitely out of my comfort zone, but now I feel like it's not. It's something that I am comfortable talking about. I had a lot of positive feedback from you guys, and that's really cool, and I appreciate it so much. When you see my post next week, I would love it if you would just drop a few hearts or something. Um, any sort of comment would really, really help. And then my highlight number two, um, I can't remember if I talked about this last week or not. I don't think I did, but I was taking Louie out for a quick little walk and potty with my pepper spray. Of course, um, if you guys remember, I got assaulted, was it last month? And now I'm just on edge whenever I leave my apartment, but I took Louie out for potty and then this guy approaches me and I'm like, I, you know, I saw him coming from the corner of my eye. And then I noticed it's actually my one of my leasing agents, the guy who works at in my leasing office. And he's like, hey, we haven't announced this yet. But um, they had a costume contest for our apartment for the, all the pets that live in the building. And he was like, you won the costume contest. You and Louie won. So that's like so cute. Totally made my day. I went down this week and picked up our present. They got us this huge gift bag. It's like um, 
like a really fancy lunch pail kind of thing filled with toys and treats and like I think like a Yeti cup for me. I haven't actually dug through it all the way yet, but so sweet. And it's really like the little things that mean so much to me. And they probably know like this girl's been through it. <laughs> she needs to win. But in my defense, Louis' costume was adorable. I submitted our picture of me wearing my Rapunzel costume and Louis dressed up as Pascal. And you can't not love that costume. It's so adorable. As for my low lights, I feel like overall it's just been like a gloomy week in Austin. It's been cold, overcast, rainy, and like you guys hear me time over time complain about the weather. Like it's too hot. I don't want to go outside. Now it's too cold. I don't want to go outside. It's like I never want to go outside here. It's so frustrating. Um, but it's just been gloomy, keeping me down, and I have been trying to stay really motivated with going to the gym and I just haven't really had it in me with it being so cold so I have still continued to go to the gym and just do like my 40 minutes of cardio while I read and that's been really really nice and then low light number two as I mentioned I'm going to California tomorrow to see my mom I'm so excited she just texted me while I'm recording this episode and she's like I'm going to the grocery store what do you want for snacks love that. I am really excited to go home and I have not been to Sacramento since, uh, filming and it's, I, I'm really, I feel really uneasy going back to Sacramento. I wouldn't say I'm like, I mean, I guess I am a little bit anxious, but it's more just uneasy. Like these memories that I haven't thought about in so long, you know, and just to be back in that environment, we're going to be very far away from like anybody from my past. We're not even going to be staying in the same area, but ugh, just makes me cringe thinking about the off chance of running into somebody who I really don't want to see. Why is this a low light though? I'm going to California. I'm really excited to see my family, but I'm going to miss Louie. Louie is my Pomeranian and he's not coming with me this time. Honestly, like I'm going for five days and he travels well enough. Like he's such a, an angel baby and I love him, but he does get anxious in his crate. They don't let me take him out of his carrier anymore. And, um, it's, it's just a little difficult. So I think it's my mom and I talked about it. And while we love having Louie with us, of course, he's like the cutest, most amazing thing in the universe. I think it's better for him and his like own anxiety for him just to stay here. So he's staying with my sister. He is obsessed with my sister. It's literally his wife. He loves her so much. So he's going to stay at my sister's for a few days and then he's going to stay at his auntie Danielle's for a few days. Um, and Danielle has her puppy Aloy and their best friend. So Louis going to have a great time. He like, when I come back and pick him up, he's like, eh, I'd rather just stay with my auntie. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to miss him so much. That wraps up my highlights and lowlights and brings me to pop culture and current faves. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. 
In a few weeks, Danielle and I are gonna be taking a little girls trip to Charleston, South Carolina, and I am so excited. Today I spent a majority of my day planning out an itinerary for us. So we're gonna be there for three days and oh my God, I planned so many things, like all the restaurants we're gonna go to, the parts of the city we're exploring. Um, you know, of course we are gonna have a beach day and there's just, so many things and I, I can't wait. The reason we're going is because I am curious about what life is like there. So I'm not, you know, fully committed to moving there yet uh, next year, or even in the next five years. But I just want to go and see what life is like there. I'm also still considering uh, maybe moving back to Southern California. I really don't know Austin whether it's just killing me, but I also love living near my sister and living with my near my best friend um so I don't know what I'm doing with my life as I talked about in last week's episode but we're going to Charleston and it is going to be super super fun how does this relate to pop culture well one of the little excursions we're doing we are renting a car and we are going to go up to this place called Cypress Gardens and at Cypress Gardens there are like um, like a butterfly sanctuary you can explore. There are gardens you can check out and you can rent a boat, which is included in your ticket. And you can canoe through like the, they call it like a swamp, which sounds scary, but it's like so beautiful. And it's where they filmed the boat scene in the notebook. Do you guys remember that scene? Pretty sure there was like a bunch of swans. Like it was so gorgeous. So that is on our itinerary and I can't wait. Also, Rachel McAdams just turned 44 and I am shocked because I thought she was so much younger than that. So that's on our, on our itinerary right now, weather permitting. And of course, you know, I sent the itinerary to Danielle, so it's up to her to decide if she does want to do that or not. But hopefully we do, it'll be super fun. And um, unrelated completely to Charleston, another Magic Mike movie is coming out. It's called Magic Mike's Last Dance. I watched the trailer. Salma Hayek is in it. Um, I love her acting. She is super talented and she looks amazing. Like she doesn't age. Um, I will say the trailer made the movie look a little cheesy, but obviously I'm gonna go see it. Fun fact about me, I love male strippers. Like I, and not like the nasty ones, like I've never gone to like a grimy strip show kind of place, but I've gone to to the actual performances like in Las Vegas, Chippendales, Magic Mike, um, Thunder Down Under, like all those kinds of things. Because these men like straight up choreograph routines. Like it is an art and they are beautiful and I love going, it's so much fun. Therefore, I love the Magic Mike movies. I also love Channing Tatum. I ran into him once when I was living in Los Angeles and literally couldn't speak because I was so, so starstruck by him. Of course, um, that had to happen to me, but I don't even think I was wearing makeup. I had like my glasses on. Oh my God, so embarrassing. But definitely gonna go see that. I'm not sure if there are any other movies out um, that I have on my list just yet. But if you guys have any recommendations, of course, let me know. Um, I love going to the movies and I haven't been in a while. So I'm looking forward to that coming to theaters.
As for my current faves, I have actually been doing a lot less TV slash movie watching and I've been doing a lot more book reading lately. Initially, I started book reading to help with my anxiety and kind of give me another hobby to do. And these books I've gotten lately, I literally can't put down. I can't, I like, I sat on my couch yesterday for five hours and read this book until I finished it. I could not put it down. So the book is Colleen Hoover's It Ends With Us, and it follows this intertwined love story between this character, Lily Bloom, and this guy, Atlas, that she grew up alongside, and then her, uh, you know, they lost touch, and she started dating this neurosurgeon guy, and um, I'm gonna do a little bit of a spoiler, so if you haven't read it yet and you're planning to, feel free to fast forward, like, 30 seconds. Um, so spoiler alert, she ends up getting together with this neurosurgeon who ends up being abusive towards her. And, um, you know, it follows her love story with him where she keeps forgiving him and taking him back. And, um, you know, then the guy from her childhood, they cross paths again in the future. And she kind of has to weigh her options of what, what is she going to do with her life? You know, her, her life gets pretty messy and, a really good book. I cannot recommend it enough. I do think that she should have had a domestic abuse trigger warning in the beginning. Um, maybe she did and I missed it. Maybe it's on the back cover and I missed it. I'm not sure. But this book went viral on TikTok. Everybody and their mom was talking about it. And I am a survivor of domestic abuse and I was triggered reading parts of this book. And parts, parts of me were screaming at the main character, like, girl, like, leave him. Why aren't you leaving him? But then when you are in a situation where you are being abused by your partner and you feel stuck or you feel in love with them still, it can be so difficult to leave. And I just, I've never related to a character more in a book before. Really recommend reading it. The book gained so much popularity that Colleen Hoover actually ended up writing a sequel to the book. Uh, the sequel is called It Starts With Us, and it continues the story where it left off in book number one. So I just started reading It Starts With Us. I started reading it this morning on the treadmill, and I'm forcing myself not to read it all the way through today because I want it for the airplane ride tomorrow. Um, but it's so good. I definitely, definitely recommend it. Current fave number two, as I mentioned, I had a partnership with Vush and me talking about this on my podcast is not paid at all. Like this is genuine. They sent me a bundle um, to promote for this partnership. So it was like the Empress 2, which is like a little... Uh, like vibrator with like a suction thing on it and then they sent me uh like this bigger vibrator I can't remember the name of it right now and then some like intimate gel the empress 2 vibrator the little tiny one that I posted about and it will be in my instagram post this wednesday I'm obsessed I'm like I don't need a man at this point holy shit this like feels so good and I, you know, I won't talk too much about it, but I, you know, I was reading 
like the nerd I am, I'm like, I'm going to read into like more into vibrators before I use it. And self-pleasure has such a big impact on your mental health and can help improve your mental health just by giving yourself that time and privacy to explore your body and your sexuality. And so that's kind of becoming a part of my journey as well. So I used the Empress 2. Um, holy shit. <laughs> so good. I have a discount code. It's 60% off with code BF. Kimberly, so maybe that's best friend Kimberly. I don't know, but BF Kimberly. And again, the company is Vush, like you're pushing a door open, but with a V as in vibrator. Vush. Guys, go check it out. I'm like, <laughs> it's amazing. And then my last current fave, there is a YouTube video that I saw, and it was these women, they were on a podcast episode. And they were talking about their dream man. And they were just all bantering back and forth. It was so funny. And they were like, one of the girls was like, I just want a guy with a big dick and a small dog. And she, he's, and then she's like a Doberman, a Yorkie and a Doberman and a pit bull. And the other girl was like, oh, I want him to be like a CEO, an entrepreneur. And then one of the other girls was like, no, nine to five. Okay, rambling. But they go on this whole little rant about their dream guy. And... There's this artist, uh, I found him on Spotify, and his name is Kyle You Made That, all one word, and he remixed those women talking on the podcast, um, where they're joking and laughing and talking about all these things, and he remixed it into a song, and like this song gets me so hyped, you guys. It's like, big dick and a small dog, and he, <laughs> he's CEO and entrepreneur, nope, not a five, and he like puts it to like this whole beat, and I'm like, this slaps. Like, this literally slaps. So, go check it out. Um, again, the artist is Kyle. You made that. And um, I think this song is called I Want It All. Um, so good. Like, such, such a banger. That wraps up the pop culture and current faves section of this podcast episode and brings us to the main portion, um, which is... A little more on a serious note, I'm going to be talking to you guys about the real reason that I went sober. I went to a party college. Uh, I went to San Diego State and I did my fair share of drinking while in Greek life there. However, I always prioritize school and I never let partying get in the way of that. Um, I had a really actually good relationship with alcohol. After college, I started dating one of my exes who literally did not let us go out. He didn't let us socialize with people our own age. I think we went on like a few, like probably four or five double dates the whole time we were together. And we were together a very long time. Um, he didn't like going out to the bars, didn't like going out downtown or trying new restaurants. Um, just wanted to stay home and hang out with his family. So I never really drank during that relationship. You know, I would have maybe like a cocktail here or there for a special occasion, like a birthday, but that was it. Fast forward to 2021, I had a lot of life changes happen. I called off an engagement. I got a new job. I moved to a new state. I moved to Austin, Texas. Like it was crazy. And, um, 
Austin is one of the most popular places for bachelor and bachelorette parties and for good reason. There are always so many fun things to do here. The nightlife is insane and drinking, you know, as I learned is just like another hobby for people. It's just what you do. Being newly single, I jumped right into the Austin nightlife scene. I wanted to explore the city, meet people and just have fun. I was working in a job that I wasn't super, super passionate about. So I looked forward to every weekend, um, been drinking with my friends on Friday and Saturday and sometimes Thursdays too. You know, we would meet up at someone's house to pregame. We'd get ready together. It was so much fun. We'd go out to all of our favorite bars from 10 p.m. to closing. Because we went out so often, we eventually knew all the bartenders and security guards on a first-name basis. We got all of our drinks for free, and we would spend hours having honestly meaningless conversations with guys who we'd never likely see again. Partying and drinking like this helped me to forget the past that I left behind. It distracted my mind from abuse that I'd been through and it allowed me to let loose and finally have fun that I missed out on for so many years. In a way, I kind of felt like I was regaining the years that I lost in my 20s back. Now, I will say... I've never been the person to drink so much to the point of blacking out. Like, that's not me. I have too many control (laughs) issues. And to this day, I've never let myself get that intoxicated. But no matter how much I drank, I would spend a majority of the following days crippled in bed with severe hangovers and anxiety. I would regret things I said. I'd overthink how I interacted with people. Uh shame myself for binging on food after I got home. I've always struggled with migraines as it is, and the music would be ringing in my ears until the next morning. Only once did I actually throw up from drinking, and it was like the following morning. I woke up so nauseous, but it was the most awful thing I've ever experienced, and that was kind of my wake-up call. I started to ask myself, why? A lot of whys. Like, why am I drinking? Why do I need to go out this often? Why am I not meeting quality men when I'm out? Why do I need to drink to help with my anxiety when in reality it's actually making it worse? I felt that I needed to go out and drink in order to have fun and meet people, but I began to realize that's not true at all. Not only is going out this often hurting my bank account. Uh, It's damaging my mental health and holding me back from being the best version of myself. And after a year of partying, you know, I looked in the mirror and I noticed that my face looked bloated. My clothes weren't fitting comfortably, even though I really hadn't gained that much weight. My anxiety and depression were at an all-time high. And The men that I had met while going out this past year weren't anyone who I'd actually want to share my life with. So I decided I wanted to turn my life around. And the first step to doing so is really just to stop drinking. 
If you've been listening to my podcast for a while now, you know that at the end of last month, I started taking antidepressants and also started therapy to help me work through the real issues and trauma that I experienced in the past that I was trying to mask by drinking. That in itself has been a journey and because of my antidepressants, I've been guided into this sober lifestyle. Mixing antidepressants and alcohol obviously is a major no-go and right now my mental health is a top priority for me. I have been completely sober for a month now and it would have almost actually been two months but I had a few drinks on Halloween but I've already seen changes and it's been incredible. I, I've noticed that my face is not as bloated as it once was. I've already dropped several pounds without even trying really. And I have yet to have a panic attack this month. I am so proud of myself. One of the greatest gifts I have now is waking up clear headed every single morning, including the weekends and knowing that the entire day is mine for the taking. And some weekends, like what feels right is laying on the couch, watching Gilmore Girls, cuddled up with Louie and others. Maybe it's deep cleaning my apartment and prepping for the week ahead or going to a farmer's market or going to a new restaurant. Regardless of what feels best, I know that I have a say in how I spend my life and I'm no longer stuck on this hamster wheel of drinking and hangovers every single weekend. I have more energy, more time to accomplish my goals. Like I recently rebranded my YouTube channel and completely rebranded my website, which are two things that I've been pushing off for months. Uh, My bank account is already happier and I've been pushing myself to explore new parts of Austin and to try new things on the weekend rather than just go to the same bars and seeing the same people over and over and over again. I'm excited to see more improvements in my life, my body, my mind. Uh, But I know, of course, like that is going to take time. All these things said, I will say that being sober hasn't been easy on the weekends, especially I notice this at night when I'm just hanging out by myself. I am so stir crazy. Like last night, I found myself texting Danielle like, Like, oh, like, should we just rage? Like, fuck it. We should just go out and party. Uh, Knowing deep down that I shouldn't um, and I won't, obviously. It's just that feeling of, you know, wanting to be out and amongst those people. And side note, like, I'm not saying I'm not going to go out to bars. Like, I'm still going to go out and have fun and experience life and be around these people. Um, You know, this past weekend, I chose to stay inside because I'm seeing my mom next week. And she's going through chemo, so I don't want to be around a bunch of people with cooties and then go see my mom. Um, But, you know, moving forward, I do plan on being in situations where people are drinking around me and I'm not. Um, and, And it's in those moments that the FOMO is real. Like, I feel like a lot of social situations can be challenging. Like, I went to an influencer event the other week and... They had an open bar and I, again, was the only one, it seemed, not drinking. I, in my mind, I felt like having one drink would help ease my nerves a little bit and help me enjoy the the event even more. 
But then I stopped that talk track in my head and was like, no, I don't need alcohol to have fun. And they had these really cute mocktails so I could still drink and like look like I'm drinking. And I had a really good time. Like I didn't need alcohol to enhance that social situation at all. I do have a few things coming up that I know will be situations where I'll have to turn down drinks. Like I have my sister's Christmas party coming up, but I also know that I'm strong and I'm choosing to stay sober for me and to give myself a better life. I'm grateful that I don't feel like I'm addicted to drinking and, um, you know, I'm fine without it. Like the FOMO is real, but I'm not constantly thinking about having my next drink. I just know that situations are going to be a little different for me now. I'm grateful that I have a support system of friends and family who support this new lifestyle for me. Um, And I'll continue to share updates with you guys on my social media and podcast as well. And if you see a picture of me holding up a drink, you'll be one of the few cool kids in my podcast club who know that there's no alcohol in the glass. I'm just doing it to be cool, guys. And that uh, wraps up this week's podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me talk about my sober journey so far. I mean, simply put, the real reason I've gone sober is for my happiness. Quick reminder to rate me five stars and to click follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, And again, if you prefer watching on YouTube, I apologize that this week's episode was not up on YouTube, but feel free to enjoy anything else that I've posted recently, including tutorials, vlogs, um, in shorts as well. If you have any questions, send over a DM to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast Instagram account so we can chat more. I love you guys. I hope you had a great week and have an even better week ahead. Thanks again for listening and we will chat more next week. Thank you.